Blog Talk Radio. Evening, evening, oh, afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Apostle Valerie here with our lunchtime inspiration on Empower to Empower Others. We are excited today to have as our guest the wonderful Tori Lynn Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Liz, thank you so much for being with us today uh, for our lunchtime inspiration. Um, listeners, Tori Lynn has been a part of my life for several years, and she's a keeper. Right, Tori? Amen. 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 She's a keeper. I hope so. She's a phenomenal I hope so. <laughs> She's a phenomenal woman of God, a student of his word. She's an educator. She's an author. Uh, a minister and a friend, and I'm not going to prolong. Tori Lynn, I now release you to inspire our listeners as the Lord leads. Amen. 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 Good afternoon, Apostle. Thank you for this opportunity. I'm always appreciative when you uh, relinquish your few moments to speak unto God's people. Good afternoon to everyone that is listening and everyone that will listen. I won't be before you long, certainly, at this hour, but I just wanted to come and just share um, two words of encouragement, especially in this time and in this season, that will help God's people. So I'm going to be reading from uh, Numbers 13. I won't be reading a whole bunch, but God's word is what sustains us. So Numbers 13, 26 through 27, it says, they presented themselves before Moses and Aaron and the whole congregation of the people of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They reported to the whole congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told the story of their trip. We went to the land to which you sent us, and oh, it does flow with milk and honey. Just look at this fruit. The only thing is that the people who live there are fierce. Their cities are huge and well-fortified. Worse yet, we saw descendants of, of the giant Anak. Amalekites are spread out in the Negev. Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites hold the hill country, and the Canaanites are established on the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan. And we drop down to Numbers 14, starting at verse 6, and it says, Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, Members of the scouting party ripped their clothes and addressed the assembled people of Israel. The land we walked through and scouted out is a very good land, very good indeed. If God is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land that flows, as they say, with milk and honey. And he'll give it to us. Just don't rebel against God. And don't be afraid of those people. Why, we'll have them for lunch. They have no protection, and God is on our side. Don't be afraid of them. Amen. God's word is blessed. And I just want to spoke, speak for a moment about whose report will you believe. Amen. And so we find ourselves now here in 2020 in a world that's at a virtual standstill, literally. And I'm uncertain if anything like this has occurred, at least in modern times, something that has affected every nation, every creed, every color, all at the same time. For once, everybody seems to be on the same footing. And with everything that's going on, we find ourselves in this, like, whirlwind of information that's coming from so many different avenues. We can easily become overwhelmed. 
and you, you have one opinion that's adverse to another, and this thing, these things can render one paralyzed and paranoid. And how in the world do we know who's right? Who should we believe? Whose report will we believe? Well, we see in this account above where we just read about Moses sending the spies out to check out Canaan to get a lay of the land and bring back a report. And so 10 of them came back with the suggestion to just forget it. There's no way we can take them. There's giants over there in that land. They would destroy us. But then we had the two, Caleb and Joshua, who went to the same place, saw the same thing, but they came back with a different response. They saw a good land over there that was one that was flowing with milk and honey. And their response was, let's go. We have no need to be afraid. God will give us the land. He will protect us. Trust him. He's got us. And so Caleb and Joshua believed the report of the Lord that he would protect them. Well, today, right now, in the midst of all of this madness, I just wanted to remind you all today that you can believe the report of the Lord. You can believe his report because the Bible tells us that he's immutable. That means he's unable to change. That means he's the guy from yesterday the God today, and forevermore. So circumstances may change, but God won't. His power nor his might will change. The Bible tells us that he watches over his word and that it shall not return to him void. And that simply means that if he said it, he meant it, and he will do it. That's why you can believe his report. We can't always believe the report of man. We just can't. But in the Bible, there are countless accounts of God fulfilling his promises to his people. And if you're one of his children and he promised you, you just wait for it. So the teacher in me has to give you some examples in the Bible of God keeping his word. God delivered Joseph out of the pit, out of the prison, and out of Potiphar's house. And he placed him in a position of authority because Joseph believed the report of the Lord. He did the same thing for Daniel in the lion's den. We all know that story. And the three Hebrew boys, when he got them out of the fire, well, it's the same God. We know the story about the issue of the woman, the woman who had the issue of blood that was healed because she believed that he was a healer. Well, that's the same God we have today. He kept his word to Abraham that he would have a son. So we said hello to Isaac. Amen. And so... We know that Isaiah speaks of the promise of a Savior to come, that he would suffer and die for our sins. And so today we praise the name of Jesus. And Jesus promised us a comforter for us after he ascended. So Holy Ghost, I thank you. The Bible says that faith, the definition of it in Hebrews, we know it says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. In other words, is that this trust in God, this faith, it's the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. So, beloved, if if it was their faith that allowed them to believe the report of the Lord, it's their faith that sustained them. And it should be our faith that sustains us today, even in the midst of all of these things. We trust them enough that even when we don't see it, even in our finite minds, we can't, find, we can't fathom how he's going to do something, but we know he will do it. But let me tell you what happens to those who don't believe the report of the Lord, but instead they re- believe the report of others. 
We know that Adam and Eve believed the report of the serpent, and they were evicted from Eden. We know that King Saul lost his throne and his life because he didn't do what the Lord instructed him to do. And we see in our account of the ten spies that that returned them, and they gave a report of fear and doubt but not trusting God. They never got to reside in the land of milk and honey. But if you believe the report of the Lord, then you believe what he says about you also. You ought to believe that you're free because he told us in Romans 8 that through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. In Proverbs 4, 22, it says that his word is the life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. And so if you believe God's word, then you believe he bore our sins in his own body on that tree. And we just celebrated Resurrection Sunday, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, and that by his stripes we were healed. So if you believe the report of the Lord, then you ought to also, your lifestyle ought to also reflect that. You can't allow these circumstances that are going on, even as crazy as they are, nothing we've never seen. We kind of don't know what to do. But we can't allow circumstances to dictate how we act and react in the midst of these trials. Just because the landscape has changed, he has not. And even if you lost your job this season, even if you're not able to work at the moment, he's still your provider. So trust him. He knows what you need. He knows what you have need of. It it might be a pandemic going on right now, but he can give you that peace in the midst of all of it that will pass all understanding that will allow you not to panic. And what happens in times like these is if we allow, we allow the voice of man to overpower the voice of the Lord in our ear. Just because they're loud and boisterous in what they're saying, that does not mean that they're right. We have to tune them out and listen to the voice of the Lord, that still small voice. And we might be in self-quarantine at this moment, but that doesn't mean that we're alone. God said that he will never leave us. And he's always with us, even until the end of the world. That's what his word says. And we have to believe on his word. And so if you believe him, then you ought to start acting like it, as if you're a conqueror and, and walk in that victory. Walk like you belong to the king of kings. That report came down that you're the head and not the tail. So stop. So step out of the shadows and take your rightful place. Stop doubting that you can't accomplish the dreams because he pronounced that you can do all things through Christ that gives you strength. So come on and walk like your royalty because he crowned you an heir and joint heir with Christ. Amen. And so even though we're on lockdown, this is a great opportunity and time to study God's word, to find out what he did promise his people. And Apostle, you know, we did a study a couple weeks ago on the promises of God, and we were astounded Mm -hmm. at how many promises there were. There have been um, different accounts of how many it is, 800 up all the way up to 3,000, 8,000 I read in some instances. But the point is that he has promised great and mighty things for his people. But we have to know what it is that he's promised us. And so this is a great opportunity for us to get into his word and to find out what he said about us. There are promises that he's promised us that we don't have because we don't even know it. But the word has power. The song says it has miraculous power, and so we can't keep that power shut up in ourselves because we don't know that we have it. 
So when you, even when you take a moment and go back through the recesses of your mind and remember all the things that God has done for you in the past and how he has gotten you out of things and how he has provided for you in the past, then you can believe his word because you have a history with him, because he has proven himself to you before. And so if he did it before, we know that he can do it again. No matter if it's a different situation, he's still the same God. He's still mighty. He still has all power. He's still all-knowing, and he's still everywhere at the same time. And so that should encourage you in this season. That should make you be able to praise him because he honored his word. That should give you the strength to endure in this season. That should cause you, that should give you cause to encourage somebody else who may be struggling and who don't know him and in the power of his might and don't know all the things that he can do. This is a great opportunity to be able to to, um, let somebody know who he is. And that should allow you to tell someone that you know someone whose report they can believe. Tell them that you don't mind making an introduction today. Introduce somebody today to your daddy. Amen. Amen. On you, Amen. Apostle. Amen. 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 Wonderful word. We have several callers on the line. If there's someone that may need prayer or has a question or a comment about what's been released to inspire you today, I invite you to press one. We're thankful for our viewers who are in the chat room. If you have a question or a comment, certainly you can type that in and it will be addressed. Amen. Torland, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Whose report Amen. are you going to believe today? Stated, there are so many opinions out there, so much propaganda out there. That's why it's important that you have an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Because if you're in tune to what God is saying, then you won't have a problem dismissing the foolishness. You'll know what God is speaking, and you'll know that you can certainly believe the report of the Lord. We invite you to join us again tomorrow at noon, where our presenter will be Ms. Keisha McGee, a beautiful soul, um, my niece. I love her, and I'm excited that she gave me a yes to come and inspire our listening audience on tomorrow. So, again, please join us then. If you're free, in another hour or so, I will be speaking at Mastery Conference. Um, I'll post the link on my Facebook page. Um, if, if you're my friend, you can still register to get in the room. It will be done on Zoom. I invite you to join us if you're able to. If not, again, join us here tomorrow at 12 noon for our lunchtime inspiration. As always here at the Empowerment Place, we encourage you to do something every day to empower yourself. Once you've been empowered, take the responsibility to empower someone else. We say God bless you. We love you. Have a great day. Amen.